Welcome back, pinball nerds, to the April Fool's special. That's right. I'm going to be telling you six lies and one truth. And you, as the smart, intelligent, and, I mean, probably good-looking pinball nerd you are, are going to figure out, is Orby BSing? Well, you know I am. You know I am. You know I am. You've got to figure out which one is the BS. Now, first things first, I will say this is going to be a little homesteading heavy and a little off topic, but every single one of these lies has something to do with pinball, some more than others. But it's going to be very little like news content because there's very little news. One of the big news items was that we just recently had the Twippies, and I want to first start by thanking each and every listener who took the time to listen to Drew and I on the show I, for the first time ever, and this is including interviewing Jack Danger, this is including my episode that I put up that I had uh, Crystal Gemmick and Mrs. Pin on the same episode, this is, you know, inc including getting to have Christopher, world-renowned, uh, quite possibly the best pinball artist of all time, Mr. Christopher Franchi, on the show, still didn't even get 100 listens in day one. You can probably hear Luke and Leia in the background there yelling. I just had to chase a tarp that got blown out. How does a tarp get blown out of a shed? I know it's windy outside. I don't get how the tarp, like the doors are closed. I don't know. I guess it slid along the bottom of the shed. There's like an inch opening. This tarp was around my John Deere lawn tractor. How the hell did it get untangled from all the ropes? And all of a sudden, I am about to start recording, and I see this big blue tarp. Anyways, once the goats see me, they know that the goat's out of the bag, and I'm supposed to go walk them or hang out with them or feed them. And I was going to do that in about five minutes, because you guys are coming with me. Right now, you probably hear the bubbling away. I'll put you closer to the, uh, to the action over here for a second. I don't want to get this on the phone. Hold on. Here we go. Can you hear this bubbling? I don't know. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't want to get it too close to the uh, sap. But today is my big boil off. So I started with 62 liters this morning. For you Americanos, a liter is 2.2. Uh, I looked this up on Google. Friggin', what is it? Uh, galleons? What do you guys use there? Galleons? I think it's galleons. Okay. So uh, one liter or litra is 2.2. No, 2.2 liters is one galleons. So. That's a lot of galleons, guys. I can't do the math. That's like 20 galleons. Now imagine, I don't know what you guys get in galleons down there. I don't know if that's how you get your maple sap or if that's how you buy your beer, your water, your bulk wine, your wine in a box. I don't know how, I don't know who, I don't know where. You Americans, you do things differently. For some reason, the rest of the world, think about it, the rest of the world converted like decades ago to a system that makes sense. You know, there's like 100 millimeters. Wait. How many millimeters are in a centimeter? I don't even know. But there's, I don't know. Okay, I've gone off topic already. Let's get into our very first lie here because I'm going to be bringing you guys with me through the sugar bush, through the swamp, across the river, over to feed the goats, bringing Elwin with us for the fun journey. But let's get into my very first lie. Um, oh, by the way, if you haven't gone and listened to the Twippy's Red Carpet... We're, we weren't really at the Twippies, guys, even though next year, uh, Jeff Patterson, Moto Harney, um, Jack Danger, and everybody else who helped with the Twippies, congratulations. I'm not going to lie, it wasn't my favorite Twippies ever, but it couldn't have been because it was super duper duper, you know, like, it, 
whenever you're, people are getting sick. We're a year into this crap. People are getting sick of Zooms and people are getting sick of like pre-recorded stuff and not being able to have live and something where Franchi goes up and smashes the Twippy in half. Something where the guy from Marco Specialties goes up and tells a joke so crude I wouldn't have told that to like my worst enemy when I was 19. Uh, or whatever other things that happened that were insane. You know, even... It, just the commentators doing funny stuff and unexpected or being nervous or dressing up or we didn't get to see any of that. It's just someone at their house going, cool, man. Thanks for the award. You know, like it just doesn't have the same brevity. Is that, I, I don't know if that's the right use of that word. Maybe someone will know someone more learned than I, which is probably all of you listeners. Okay. So here is the deal. Let's just hop right into it because I only have half an hour and it takes at least 15 minutes to go pick up all that stuff. And we're already four minutes in. All right. Number one in this list, number one, and this is the most realistic one. So I think you guys will believe this one the most. Uh, that being said, sometimes the most believable one is the lie. Okay, so many of you know I haven't been playing Glenn the Skateboarder's intro tune for a while. What you don't know is why I haven't been playing Glenn's intro tune. And normally, honestly, I'm just pouring maple sap right now. If you hear water being poured, don't worry about it. I'm trying to empty our buckets to bring with us. So for many of you who don't know, I absolutely love Glenn. I can tell you this. Glenn is by far the most talented musician, like in pinball podcasting, I guess, or that I know of. And I love Glenn for everything he does for the society. And I'm not peeing right now, I swear. I'm just pouring maple sap. And I really think that Glenn is a good dude. And I can't wait to meet him someday still. But I had to make a decision just for myself to not play Glenn's song anymore at the start because I think, well, I think he's, it's, oh, geez, hold on, I got maple sap on the phone. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just a drip, it's just a drip. Don't hit the stop button. Woo, I almost hit the stop button there. Okay. I think it's kind of got to his head a little. I, I think it is. Between him getting played all the time on the Poor Man's Pinball podcast and between... Uh, oops, ow, ooh, ow, ow, that one was, that was, I gotta put the phone down, do shit like, stuff like this. Jeez, I swore, I never swear on here. Sorry to anyone who was listening in the car with your kids. Just say something like earmuffs, and then you're good. All right, so before I go run to do all this, I can't leave four different burners. I've got four different pots on four different burners. I just pulled a whole bunch of new maple sap into my biggest one, and now the bottom ones... Before I can leave, so I don't possibly have a boil over, even though we're four hours away from boil over. Boil over is just when, uh, I don't know, it hits a certain sugar percentage or whatever, and then the water's been boiled off, and then it just, like, well, boils over. It happens in craft beer for any of you beer nerds there listening as well. But anyways, okay, so I'm just equalizing this. I'm taking the sap from the big pot and putting it into the small one to make sure that we've brought down the temperature enough. So that I can, you know what, just to be safe, because sometimes I get distracted in the forest, even I got lost the other day, I'm turning all these down to half, so there's no way that any of these can boil at half, so we have nothing to worry about. There we go. Okay, good. All right, we're safe. Now I just got to put you in my pocket. Hopefully you can still hear well. I'm going to put on my boots here, and we're going to get into, well, basically with Glenn, I just... I mean, I had my other buddy, Mike Dimas, that I really wanted to start playing his because he was in that competition, and I said I would around 500. Now, the last few episodes, I've really been up and walking around and on my phone and stuff like that, or I had Drew and Ian, so, I, you know, I didn't... Drew and Ian, I, I, I had to get rid of two segments. I had a segment where I talked about Zach Many and 
uh, Dennis Creasel coming and Zach Menny was doing the whole like uh, uh, topper for you, topper for you, topper for you. Who wants a topper? Everyone wants a topper. Everyone has a topper under their chair. And uh, I was going to do a joke that you could hear the sound of the, like the beep, beep, beep. And the, the forklift is backing up. And that's Zach Menny. That's how he showed up at the Twippies to, uh, that's how he showed up to, uh, um, you know, to bring all the toppers. Okay, good. We can go out the window. Uh, out the window. <laughs> we can go out the door. All right. So I've got my two four liter pails. That's, uh, Two galleons each, or slightly less than two galleons. Okay, I don't know American whatever. Get with the now. Oh, geez, I forgot the goat food. See, then the goats yell at you. Okay. Twins. I mean, uh, Elowen, you want to come? Yes, you do. Okay, Elowen's here, not to fear. Here I come to save the day, day, day. Anyways, so for just... It's not that Glenn's got like a big head per se, but... I just, oh, I love the guy. I love the guy. In the Poor Man's Pinball Podcast uh, tribe, those guys will know that this is right too. It's just sometimes, well, I'll give you a for instance. Glenn sent me like 25 pictures for his Poor Man's Pinball Podcast, or sorry, for the Pinball Nerds Podcast trading cards. And it's like, you know, I can't, everyone else sent me like one picture. 25, I got to choose from 25? You can't like narrow this down a little? Now, every one of these pictures, Glenn's got his shirt off, showing his awesome six-pack, his rock-hard body. He's a good-looking fella. We all know that, okay? Glenn, we get it. I'm not putting pictures of you with your shirt off onto the Pinball Nerds podcast trading cards. I'm just not. I'm just not, Glenn. I'm sorry. And like I said, you're a nice dude and all, and we will meet someday, and we'll bury the hurt. We'll bury the hurtchen. We'll bury the hatchet. I'm just feeding Luke and Leia quickly. Here you go. Oh, the chickens all ran outside. Here you go, Leia. Enjoy. Um, I wonder if you can hear the sound of them munching away if I take this out of my pocket. Oh, look at Luke. How's that? That's literally his tongue just going. <laughs> that sounded gross. Okay, Elwin. Whoa, the pool started to fly away. Let me go get the kiddie pool and throw a brick in it because she's windy. Oh, yeah. This one in there. There, I don't think that's going anywhere now. Okay. So, anyways, I absolutely love Glenn. I'm just going to take a break for a bit, Glenn. I'm probably going to play Dimas's till episode 500 and then Pinball Nerds. I'm going to be having another competition for a new song. Long story short, I think that uh, I just had enough Glenn for now. I didn't block him on Facebook or anything. You can see we've kind of had a couple disagreements over there the last couple days. I love you, dude, but stop sending me pictures all the time. It's like, I can, like, I, you know, it's, and, and it's not even that. It's not even that. It's just like sometimes I won't talk to him in two days, and then I go to go on. Oh, what did I do? I just threw the buckets in the house. Hold on. Okay. We're back. Just like sometimes I won't go online for two days, and I have, like, 15 messages there, and it's like, I, I don't know if he has a man crush on me. I get it. I'm an interesting, weird dude. Uh, I mean, I'm not nearly as, uh, you know, chiseled as this guy, but anyways, let's move on to number two. So is, is it true I'm not playing Glenn's song right now because I had a little enough Glenn. I had enough Glenn. I got Glenned out. All right. You tell me. Is it true? Number two is very simple. I am retiring. Now, many of you guys know this. When I first came here, I tried to apply for like seven jobs. I even applied to work at a bakery. I even applied, which I worked at Bosco and Roxy's, which is one of the top like artisan dog treat. Come on, Elwin. Dog treat. Uh, she got distracted and went close to the bees, and I don't want her to get electrocuted. 
or stung because the bees are actually out in full force today because it's like 10 degrees. I just crossed the first little mini brook on our property. Um, anyways, long story short, uh, I literally asked Danielle to delete my resume. I just, I applied for like seven, eight, jo eight jobs that I was overqualified for and nobody called me. And if I do end up getting a job out of town, because there's no jobs in my town, because there's only 400 people who live here and a high rate of like, there's just not a lot of people working here, like inside the town, right? You have to leave the town to go find a place to work. And, oh, excuse me. Oh, look at Ellen go. Woo, she's fast. Anyways, so I'm just, look, am I still going to be working 20, 30, 40 hours a week doing homesteading, selling the Angrail pack of tea, uh, some good candle co. That's our newest line for hummingbird. So no, I'm not going to like not work there, but I literally, honestly, I'm never, ever, ever going to work for a boss ever again. So long as I live, if, unless I'm like, unless I'm like, please, sir, could I have a piece of bread? Like, unless I'm like that broke, unless I've sold every single friggin' Michael Jordan card that I have, I've sold my entire Top Shot account. I got rid of my Quest Trade account. Um, I took a mortgage on the house, which God for no way. No, I, I'll take a job. That's a lie. I'll take a job working for the man again if I needed to get a mortgage on my house. Hey, this first one's about a quarter full. Okay, guys, listening, here we go. There you go. That's just the sap. That's the sap she goes. And this one's about quarter full. Surprise, surprise. Um, okay, so we should probably move on here to the third one. So the third one is really quick and really easy to explain. And uh, the third one is... Um, after speaking with Drew and Ian the other night for the red night carpet and <laughs> the red night carpet for the red carpet episode, um, we kind of went off topic and we were not talking about pinballs. In fact, in fact, I'm not going to give away anything. And if you're good friends with them, you can ask them if you would like to, because I'm not going to be sharing any of those secrets. And for all you know, I'm lying right now. But one of either Drew or Ian, they have another secret hobby. And now, why am I saying it's a secret hobby? Because I've listened to every single episode of the Poor Man's Pinball Podcast, including every single, onto the next tree, by the way. We got all five from there. We got about, I'd say about a half a galleon filled up of sap, uh, just for the Americans there. I don't want them to get lost if I'm ta talking about the letras or the litras. Okay, so, oh, do not get lost. Well, let me check my phone and see how far through this podcast we are. Okay, we're at 1420. We're doing mildly okay, but I've got like 26 other taps to empty before I can get back to the house. So anyways, either Drew or Ian, and I'm not going to say who, one of them has a hobby, and it's not a secret hobby, I guess. I mean, they didn't say like, Albert, do not mention this to anyone, because if they did, I wouldn't be talking about it right now. But of course, this could all be a lie. One of the two of them has a hobby that is so freaking nerdy and they're deeper into it than I think they even are pinball or close has a hobby. That part I don't know for sure. We only spoke about it for a brief period of time. But one of them has a hobby that is so much more nerdier than pinball. <laughs> like a lot more nerdy. And that's all I'll just say. I'll say that it's so freaking nerdy that it makes pinball nerds look like, I don't know, the Fonz. Who's someone cool? I am cool, man. I don't know. Make them look like Jack Danger. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, <laughs> like it makes every pinball nerd look as cool as Jack Danger. It's like, nah, I don't, you know. Oh, I spilled some, guys. Okay, so this is a weird Iogo, which is a weird type of yogurt container that I use for that one. And it's, 
instead of being like completely circular, it's more of like a rectangle type yogurt jar. And when I pour that one, I spill a lot. So next year we won't be using that one. Now, for some of you thinking, why the fudge would Orby use yogurt containers? The cost of a regular maple syrup collection container is $8. The cheapest I can find them online was about $5.99 plus shipping. And so to get 30 of those to do all my property would, you know, I would, I would not break even on my maple syrup for four, five, six years. Whereas by using these yogurt containers, um, oh, check this out. Okay, I'm about to go across my little river, my little brook here. I call it Orby's Creek, but yeah, I don't, there's no name for it. Okay, check this out. You ready? I'm going to walk through the creek. Whoa, oh, it slipped in. Hear that? Isn't that cool? Anyways, that's it. I, when you're a kid, your mom and dad say, don't go in the puddles. Don't splash the puddles. And then you get older and you go, fuck yeah, I'm going to splash the puddles. Shit, ah, crap, I swore again three times. What am I turning into, Drew and Ian? Um, <laughs> that was the funny part. I started Josh and Drew and Ian years ago about their Fs, their, um, their Fs per minute, their FTMs. And they were at like seven, eight, nine FTMs some night when they were partying and drunk. And now they barely swear at all. I think that they didn't even swear once on my show. I don't know. I was a little drunk, guys. I apologize. It was a great show. I have not, a, I have not even had a whiff of beer or alcohol since then. Well, that's not true. I actually was attacked by a vicious animal and I had to use rubbing alcohol for the bleeding wound, but um, that I didn't drink it, thank God. Like friggin' I'm an animal, but I'm not that much of an animal. Guys, we're up to probably two galleons. We're almost at four litres. This is awesome. Okay, so let me grab my little, I wrote down on the back of an envelope, my list. Okay, we talked about all the ones that are true so far. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Vicious attack. This is the next one. I was attacked by a vicious animal in the last 24 hours and the wound that the animal left uh, bled pretty good. I took some neat pictures in front of the future spa thinking it would be a cool story for the future. Um, no, it wasn't like a mouse or it wasn't a raccoon or a squirrel, much bigger than that. Uh, but it also wasn't like my life pro um, some people have, yeah, some people could die, possibly, depending on certain things. But now I've given away too much, all right? So I was attacked by, can you, I gotta stand in mud here. Can you hear this mud? Here, let me take my phone out of my pocket and put it by the mud. Ugh. That's what I gotta walk through. You need boots for this job. You gotta walk through soggy. Some people would call this area swampy. Um, yeah, it's probably, it, I mean, right now it looks like a swamp. In the summertime, it won't be. But anyways, yeah, so attacked by a vicious animal. True or absolute MF and BS. And I don't mean just attacked. I mean attacked to the point that the animal drew blood and that I was, eh, I wasn't as scared of, I was scared. I wasn't afraid of death, but I was, I was scared of it. No, I was, I wasn't afraid of death, but for a couple seconds, I was like, fuck, do not mess with this beast. All right, what's next on the list? I've got to stop here. Guys, I'm in the main part of my sugar shack at the back, just past the swamp in the brook. Um, oh, next on the list is Canada. So Chris from Canada's Pinball Podcast is gonna be joining the show this week. Um, some of you guys probably are like, yeah, right, Orby, come on. You're not gonna have him on there. Yeah, I am gonna have him on the show. Because I told him a long time ago when I apologized to him for 
kind of being a jerk on the show. Well, when Franchi was on, I probably took it a little further than I needed to. I could have been a little bit funnier about it and a little bit nice about it. Instead, I was a bit of a jerk about it. And I promised not only Chris, but all other media that I'm not going to talk shit about media on the show anymore. Man, I've sworn like four times. It must be that Drew and Ian's. Just, they're just rubbing me. They're just rubbing me off the wrong way. Jeez. Okay, so next, this is kind of the cool part. I'm walking over this big, long log, and there's these, like, cute little evergreen trees growing over it. Elowen! Elowen! What are you doing? Leave it alone. I don't know. She's sniffing at some hole or something. You might find that beast that attacked me, Elowen. Be careful. Um, yeah, so it's, I, I don't even know why that one... You guys know that one's real. You guys know he's coming to go on the show. I mean, some like him or, lo- like him or hate him... Um, Chris has just won four years in a row for the Top Pinball Podcast. I did reach out and congratulate him, and something he said was a little shocking to me. He said that no one else really... He said not a lot of... I didn't, I didn't say no one, maybe. He said not a lot of other pinball people reached out to congratulate him from media. I'm sure some of his thousands of fans did, right? Like the same people who would have voted for him. Oh, okay, I had two buckets that were empty, guys. So those are right on the edge there. Those They're right on the edge of the sunny field at the back of my property, and they probably gave all they had to give this morning so anyways i told him after he won i said after the twippies whether you win or lose i'd like to have you on the show to a talk about the twippies b talk about some changes he's made to the show in the last year that i actually think are overall good there's maybe some work still to be done i think chris would admit that but uh the same way that i'm Chris and I aren't best buds, and many of you guys know we've argued several times, and we still disagree to this day. In fact, probably some of our best, well, I know our best heated argument was from a year ago, and it was actually, I don't know what day it was on, but it was, whoa, these ones are full. Okay, that one was overflowing. Um, Oops. Anyways, we had a long, heated argument. Well, I'm pretty sure we were both pretty drunk on a Friday night about a year ago. It was the weekend of, uh, well, it was a little over a year ago, because I happen to remember it was the last trip I ever went on, and I was in a hotel having some beers for to go see Shubanakity Sam for Groundhog Day in Turo, Nova Scotia. And, uh, guys, we only have one more tree and three more taps to do after this, or maybe four. Okay. We've got, we've got both three quarters full. Luna, come here. There's barbed wire. Be careful. Slow. Come here. Come here. Elowin. Good girl. Okay, come on. Yeah, there's some barbed wire there at the back of the property just showing our, the end of our property line. I've got to get that all. I've got to pay Hayden or Owen or use their 20 minutes of chores per day to get them to come back here and help me cut that and get rid of it. Whew, I'm not going to lie, guys. Doing this with one arm so you can have the other arm free to pull your envelope out and see number five on the list. Oh my gosh. Okay. So this is the big one. This is the like this is the one where you guys are going to go, "Nah, that's not the one that's right." Because sorry, I had to move the phone here. Ooh. Okay. Get your breath. Make sure you don't see any smoke or fire coming from the homestead as we come across the river. Man, if you haven't just next time you just see water or a big puddle, just run and jump in it. It's freaking liberating it's just fun i remember one may two four i was out on this camping trip and everyone else was trying to stay dry and trying to stay dry and i was like screw it and i just walked through the mud the whole time it's basically like woodstock it was incredible anyways don't remember much of those four days but uh i survived them even though one time i woke up nine kilometers away from the campground asleep on the side of the water in uh asleep on the side of lake huron uh across from detroit and i was like what how did i 
get here. Still to this day, I'm hoping that I got, I hitchhiked in someone's vehicle after a rave, but I don't know. I might've walked through the woods that far. If so, I'm a champ, but I don't, my memories ended that day around 9 p.m. and I didn't wake up the next day till around 9 a.m. So listen, kids, don't drink so much, you lose your memory. All right, now back to today's scheduled program for the final one of the five. Wow, that wind is picking up. Ella, oh, sometimes I don't see she's right there. What is she doing? What are you doing? She's running around on the ground. Oh, she's got a bug. Uh, so here's, this is the least believable one slash the most believable. Guys, I'm giving away all my pinball machines. That's it. It's not that I don't love pinball. I love pinball. But ain't nobody want to come out to the middle of fucking nowhere to play. That's five. What's wrong with you? I'm sorry. I've been here two years. No one's came over. David Dennis lives like an hour and a half away. He's never stopped by to play a game. I have friends in Halifax. They've never... I've never had one friend here once to play a game. Okay, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> that's not true. Um, my friends from Halifax, when they were here to buy Roller Coaster Tycoon, played a couple of quick games. And that's also not true. Joe Silvaggi from Kitchener, Waterloo, Guelph, somewhere in there, somewhere in the Tri-Cities. Elwin, come on. Come on. Um, he, he came out here like the first two weeks we were living here. So yeah, two friends in two years. It's like, eh. so I'm giving them all away. The good news is I'm gonna do something very charitable with the money from it. Um, I am keeping my arcade one up. I still am playing that a lot. I still love it. Future Spa, I don't know, two to three grand. Gone to charity, gone to the, someone who needs it more than me, put it that way. Um, yeah, Big Shot, gown. Uh, no, 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 big shot. I'm converting to Harry Potter, and that machine belongs. Hi, guys. That machine. Luna, leave the chickens alone. Come up here. No, in the house. In the house. Right now. Come on. Good girl. Come on. Come on. In the house. Come on. Go. Come on. Come get a treat. Good girl. Sorry, sometimes, guys, it takes forever to get her in, but today was better. All right. So, yeah, I'm still going to play pinball. I'm still going to go to tournaments. It doesn't even mean I won't buy a machine in the future. In fact, I might be buying some machines to help said charity as well. So, anyways, pinball nerds, I'm back in here. Nothing is boiled over. I'm turning them all up as we speak. I've got another seven or eight hours to boil down this. Uh, well, I just got another 16, no, another eight liters, which is another four galleons. So I've got these extra four galleons that I've got to add here. Now, before you message me like Tim Lion Man Lee and say, hey, Orby, I'll buy up your maple syrup. Just let me buy it. Where can I buy it? I gotta get it. It's not for sale. This is for me to have maple syrup. No, I'm just kidding. It's, it, you know what? Some of it will be for sale. Most of it's for us. I am actually selling, I have 19 bottles. Uh, they're all labeled 1 to 19. It's the 2021 First Runnings Reserve. It's like a golden color, very like, very light golden. Looks nothing like the maple syrup you've seen in stores. Also costs nothing like it. It's uh, $9, I think we have it at $9 per 50 milliliters. So anyways, long story short, the shipping of this sucker would, uh, I don't even know what that is in galleons, one one hundredth of a galleon. So this, these, this first running, is about nine times more expensive than most maple syrup. And most maple syrup is like the third most expensive liquid on the planet to uh, like, I don't know, white out and 
freaking champagne or something, or maybe the, uh, the my favorite beer I ordered one time from uh, uh, Brewdog in Scotland. It was two hundred and sixty dollars Canadian, which is like at least two hundred bucks American for a six pack uh, of Sink the Bismarck, the quadruple IPA. Uh, now I did split that with some buddies of mine in the Homebrewers Guild, and I miss the Homebrewers Guild guys. I gotta talk to them more often. I also miss the Maple Syrup Guild guys. They were cool too. So, anyways, on the way out, nerds, I'm gonna let you choose which one you think is correct. Is it that I am retiring forever? I have. I'll never work for the man again, or at least I'm gonna try to never work for the man. The only man I'm gonna work for is me. That's right, the man. Me the man, not you the man. Uh, the next one is I'm giving away half, sorry, I'm giving away my entire pinball collection. The next is I got attacked by a wild beast to the point I was bleeding. Then speaking of wild beasts, uh, I'm gonna be having Chris. Uh, I was just kidding, I don't know why I thought that that made sense. Some people would say he's a little bit wild, put it that way. Uh, I'm gonna have Chris from Canada's Pinball Podcast on this week. The next is, uh, well, the next one is the one that unfortunately we know is true. And that's the one that Glenn, been a little bit much, buddy. Just take a deep breath. We all love you. You don't have to write a song for each and every single solitary pinball podcast. They're great songs. You just put so much time and energy and work into it. And, you know, where does it go? Where does it get you? Well, I'll tell you where it gets you. It gets you live on the air. And until next time, pinball nerds, remember to eat, sleep, and breathe red carpet whippies.